0: Hey friend, this is Ryan Thomas. We're so blessed and grateful you're listening to On The Road and supporting Faith Radio. You are quite simply the best and we appreciate you so much. Enjoy the show. Discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On The Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. Well, it is a seriously special thing to be both one of the most familiar voices on Christian radio, but also one of the most creative and fresh voices. And that is exactly who we welcome today. This tremendous recording artist, songwriter, and worship leader is much beloved for his time with the Newsboys in Zealand Worship. And he just released a -a one-of-a-kind solo effort called Better Than I Found It, available this very weekend. Our great friend Phil Joel makes his return on the road today from beautiful Auckland, New Zealand. And what an absolute treat to welcome you back, good man. How's the day treating you across the wide expanse of the Pacific Ocean?
1: You know what? It's treating me very well. I've I've only been up for a little while because hey. over here it is uh we have a whole you know, we are eighteen hours difference from the US and we are eighteen actually get this, get this, Ryan. We are eighteen hours. Uh, ahead Which means we're 18 hours Into the future I'm living in the future right now, Ryan How does it feel? Either that or you're living in the past I don't know <laughs> No, that can't be right uh, Well, you always
0: have been on the cutting edge It, it suddenly makes even more sense than it ever has <laughs> uh, Maybe,
1: maybe No, We're here um, in a hotel room in, uh, in downtown Auckland, New Zealand Where we are quarantining As a family for two weeks, um, we have two rooms, great rooms. They put us in a nice spot. We have a nice view. They feed us like, like uh, farm animals three times a day, which is kind of wonderful. And other than that, we sort of, you know, read books, play board games, and, um, and, and talk. Oh, man. <laughs> Fancy that. A family getting together, talking, hanging out for two That's, weeks. Yeah, well, three.
0: it makes sense that they treat you well. I mean, you are alongside the Lord of the Rings, one of the chief exports <laughs> of New Zealand.
1: I'm an exporter. I don't know if I'm a chief, <laughs> but yeah. Well, it's good. to It's nice to be back. I've been invited to, uh, to perform at a uh, a music festival here, Festival One, a fantastic festival. And um, it's honestly, it's here's what's super exciting about it. Besides just being at the festival, I mean, is that New Zealand is the only country in the world that is allowing big music events, concerts, and this kind of thing. I mean, once I'm done with this quarantine, we step out of this hotel with no masks on. We can hug whoever we want. <laughs> we, can, we can stand as close to one another as we want. So it's, um, it's, uh, we're looking forward to it.
0: That's right, because, of course, New Zealand has been one of the most successful countries in the world in combating the virus, right?
1: Yeah, I think I think they're they're, they're feeling pretty smug about it right now. um...
0: I can't resist asking you while we're talking about New Zealand, because basically as a product of that beautiful country, is it as ridiculously awesome as it looks? I mean, these glorious, majestic peaks and it feels like, as you mentioned before we came on the air, like a hobbit could just go walking by (laughs) you at any moment. It seems like a really special place.
1: Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing, you know, New Zealanders, we're, we're pretty low-key, we're pretty, we're pretty relaxed type, types of people. I mean, we're, we're, not, we're not super braggadocious, I don't think, but the reality is, honestly, Ryan, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it, is, it really is beautiful, and like I say, we don't like to brag, and we yeah. thought we had sort of a, a nicely kept secret down here and at the, on the edge of the world. But, um, but the secret is out a little bit. I think Lord of the Rings did that a bit. And, um, maybe Flight of the Concords, those two comedians sort of, you know, <laughs> introduced people to the accent. But, um, it's a beautiful spot. It really is. Yeah. But it's not, you know, it's small. There's only five million people here. And, um, uh, and it's, it's quite a multicultural, um, uh, country, really. We have people from all over the world. Uh, and one of the reasons I actually came back, Uh, for this festival was I was invited to sing on the New Zealand Blessing. Now, you know, the blessing, the song that sort of swept through different nations, different countries and churches have all got together and sung the song and filmed themselves last year during the uh, lockdowns and things. Um, I I sung on the New Zealand version. So you can look that up, um, the New Zealand Blessing. And it's really kind of beautiful. It's got Maori language sung through it. And then all of these beautiful different multicultural faces and people and voices uh, you know, lending their, their talent to this this project. And so I sung on that, and um, the guy said, hey, come back down to New Zealand, play at this festival, and and let's do that song together as a closing song for the festival. So that's going to be pretty fun.
0: The familiar vocal strains of Mr. Phil Joel with us today for Faith Radio's On The Road. Phil, the tremendous recording artist, songwriter, and worship leader, much beloved for his time with the Newsboys in Zealand worship, he has just released one-of-a-kind solo effort is called Better Than I Found It, available across the Fruited Plain and across the waves this weekend. It comes little, out today. Oh, uh, congratulations, man. It's awesome. It really is.
1: Thank you. Super excited. And thanks, honestly, again, thanks for having me on the show here and for sort of maybe paying a little attention to this new project because it's, um, it's quite near and dear to my heart. It really is. Now,
0: before we dig into the music, sir, because I know you're a relentlessly thoughtful guy, I do have to ask you one question, and this will probably be just a smidge unexpected. Just a smidge. Are you familiar with the Spanish explorer, Ponce
1: de Leon? Ponce de Leon? I feel like I am. <laughs> no, tell, tell, me, tell me everything, Ryan. Tell me what you know. Ponce
0: de Leon, Spanish explorer who was lost in Florida seeking for the fountain of youth. Oh. <laughs> the reason that I bring this up <laughs> is because oh, you're funny. I look at the cover of the brand new album and I compared it to the cover of Step Up to the Microphone, which was released in the early 2000s. And, sir, I can't oh, yeah. tell the difference in you in those two images. How is that even possible?
1: Oh, you are kind. Look, it's just, you know. Soft lighting. Stay in the shadows. That's, that's, that's the secret. <laughs> just stay in the shadows and don't don't get too close to anyone. You know, you'll see the wrinkles. they will see the worry lines across my face. Um, well, you are kind. You are kind.
0: Well, it's been in a lot of people's minds for a couple decades now, so I just felt it needed to be asked. But, <laughs> Phil, the album kicks off with the title cut, Better Than I Found It, and the chorus is your declaration that you want to leave this world better than you found it. But you tackle a pretty existential question before that. You say, some idea is circulating, that it's all going down. So why should we care if we're not going to be here? And I have to say, that's a really valid question for a lot of people, Joel. What does it matter what we do today if we won't be here to reap the benefits tomorrow? What's in it for me?
1: Right. Honestly, I think it seems to be... Uh, at certain points, I've come across that attitude, you know, and sadly, in certain sort of even church circles, it's, it's become a bit of a prevalent attitude, you know. Hey, don't worry about it; it's all going to burn, you know. And you know, new heaven, new earth. Don't worry about it; we can trash this place a little bit. Um, that's kind of the, the the feeling you get, and and that saddens my heart because I just this is a beautiful creation, this planet. I mean, sure, you know, things you know things fall apart and. uh Things go wrong, and we hurt one another as human beings, but honestly, the creation itself, this this beautiful globe that we get to ride around on, um, (laughs) the creator put this thing together, put a lot of thought into it, (laughs) and it's just intricately woven together, and it's fantastic, just like we are as individuals, and I feel like as believers, shouldn't we be on the forefront of saying, hey, let's take care of this thing, let's do the best we can to leave this planet better than we found it for our children and our children's children. Now, look, I don't know how long we're going to be riding around on this thing as human beings, you know, but, but at the moment, this is the only planet we've got. <laughs> so I think we need to be really good stewards of what we've been given. And um, I think it's a great witness to our children, too, to say, hey, guys, we, we want to look after this. We want to set this thing up better than, than, than we've had it.
0: Well, Better Than I Found It has also been described pretty consistently as Beatles-esque, and that is 100% how I experienced it as well. Was Liverpool on the brain as you shaped the sound of this one, or was it just pretty organic?
1: You know what? If you came to my studio, Ryan, you'd see um, right up by the main speakers that are sort of facing me, there are numbers of Beatles books. Uh. (laughs) And, And even John Lennon, you know, he... God bless the guy honestly he he wanted to get it right, and he wanted to be a part of the solution and not the problem and and uh, just in, in the way he was approaching life, especially toward the end there and you know he may have had some upside down ideas i don 't know, but his he was endeavoring to move in the right direction, and the fact is the guy wrote some of the greatest songs in history, so yep. I would be I would be I would be lying to you if I wouldn't say he was somewhat of an influence. I think he's, I think he's he's been a musical influence on pretty much anyone that has picked up a guitar in the last uh, you know 50 years. I think.
0: Mean. Now, you have had so much creativity over the years. I'm wondering a period like this, which is something like none of us have ever seen before, this quarantine period, as yeah. you sit there in the hotel uh, in New Zealand, has it been? Has it been an assistance for you? Has it been a help when it comes to creative songwriting? Has it been a challenge or maybe a gumbo of the two?
1: Last year, we got sent home on March 12th. Everyone you know, touring shut down. We got sent home until further notice. And um, the notice never came. (laughs) And uh, so I went out to my studio, which is just behind my house. It's a little converted garage. And um, started working on songs that I'd written 2019. And uh, and I, I started recording these songs, and it's it's you know I won't say it's irony. I, I really feel it's just the Lord. It, it it's coming out today. It's coming out at this time in history, and I feel like these songs are landing at kind of the right time. I think we, we're all starting to think about our future. And we're all starting to think about our children's future, and um, and also about unity. What does that look like? How can we be agents of change, um, and agents of of, of unity? Um, in, in, in the midst of, of, of the, you know, the, the strange climate we found ourselves in. <laughs> um, you know, so these songs are about a lot of that, about togetherness, about looking after our fellow man, um, whether or not we adhere to their way of seeing the world. Um, it was pretty much basically how Jesus taught. He said, it's not your job to change everybody's way of, of seeing the planet. Um, I can do that. That's my Holy Spirit's job. I want you to love, love well. And um and and then I can do the rest. Um, so that's kind of the songs that 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 I wrote and that are coming out. They're they're out today. Um, and uh, I'm excited to to see what they do. They fi- see how they find their way out into the world.
0: The one and only Mr. Phil Joel joins us today on the road. The tremendous recording artist, songwriter, and worship leader. He's much beloved for his time with the Newsboys, Zealand Worship, and Phil has just released a one of a kind solo effort called Better Than I Found It, available this very weekend. Ryan Thomas is my name. Phil, a number of people have remarked on sort of this celebration of the simple things that shows up on the record, Better Than I Found It. Can you tell us a little bit, what is your passion for recognizing, for celebrating the simple things in life, their importance, and how does that really show up on this new effort?
1: Right, well... I wrote a song called Sailing Speed. And uh, uh, as we speak, I'm sitting here looking uh, out over the Auckland Harbour. And the Auckland Harbour here in New Zealand is filled with sailboats. There are more sailboats here uh, per capita than anywhere in the world. And at the moment, we have the America's Cup racing going on, which is pretty exciting. And um, so I grew up sailing. And there's just something about it um, where you've got a full sail. Of of wind there and there is no motor humming, you're moving forward and it's you know you're surrounded by by water by ocean or lake or whatever it may be, and it's simple, and it's an age old practice you know people have been sailing this planet for thousands of years and uh, to me it's sort of a symbol of getting back to the simplicity uh, of of life and clearing the clutter, clearing the unnecessary noise away. And getting back to basics, Um, and I think even last year, you know, that did. uh, There's been a bit of a purification process for a lot of people. I know it's happened for me. I sort of had to um, clear the clutter a little bit and see what's left, what's worth putting my hand to, what's worth putting my time to. Um, So the song "Sailing Speed" is kind of about that.
0: You know, with a musical journey like yours that has led you to obviously such success, but I think. More importantly for you, getting to know your heart a little bit, just even more so the lives that are changed, the hearts that are changed, the souls that are one. I mean, when you look back and consider the beginning of all of this, were there individuals that God used in your life to point to your talent and to say, buddy, you really got something there. I mean, you have a gift and... If you're willing to allow yourself to be used, something really special might happen here.
1: Yeah, there were. I had a few guys at different points kind of come around me and say, hey, you know, basically just put their arm around my shoulder and say, hey, let let me help you. Let me help you. Um, I see what you've got and I I, I see what you don't have (laughs) as well, you know, as we all have shortcomings and we all have areas of weakness and, 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 you know, where we don't sort of... You know, shine. He said, let, "Let let me come in, sort of fill in the gaps a little bit here and, and help you move forward." And um, that's pretty cool. I you know, uh, and I, I hope moving forward that I can be that for you know the next crew coming through because there are some really amazingly talented kids um out there. You know, I you know, we sort of get down on this next generation a little bit. You know, they're all about being you know, got their noses in there computers and they won't lift their eyes and but you know what i i'm excited about this next generation coming through i've got two kids one's One's 16 and i just they they've got something it's different to how we function they see things differently but i believe moving forward you know as we put our arms around their shoulders and say hey let me help you where you you know help you see things maybe that you don't we can help them move into a, an interesting and, and exciting future um and at the same time you know some of the youthful exuberance and ideas can, can rub off on us. So, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Of course, we can't really resist talking about the Newsboys for a little bit because it's been such a beloved part of your story. And for huge fans of the Newsboys, for Newsboys nerds, if that's a real thing, Phil, it's been such a treat over the past several years to have you and your great friend, Peter Furler, back in the band. And. This incredible musical phenomenon basically refreshed and and remade for another generation of new fans. But I guess I just wonder about the uniqueness for you of being so involved and so defined is the wrong word, but being so identified with the Newsboys for your first stint with the band, then taking so many years off and doing so many great things, pursuing ministry, pursuing family, and then coming back. What is that like? Uh, is it a completely new experience with just profound similarities and familiarity all over the place well, what does that look like it's such a unique thing and a unique part of your story
1: it was it was fantastic really was and it was very unexpected and uh, just it felt really right to do you know the invitation was put out there to peter and myself and and um to come back and, and be a part of the, th- this particular tour that was supposed to last for three months. And we got on the phone with one, other, one another and said, Yeah, let's do it. This, this could be really fun. And um, started rehearsing. And it just sort of, everything just fell into place as, as it, you know, felt like just getting on an old bike that you, <laughs> that you, you knew and loved. And um, away we went. And that three months turned into two and a half years, you know, until sort of last year when, um, when things got shut down. Uh, and we're going to pick it up again this year, Lord willing. We'll see how things go if Turing, if Turing um, manages to come back. Yeah. Um, but that's the plan at the moment. But it was, it's just been really, really fun. Um, yeah. you know, we all grew up together in Newsboys. We all really, you know, we, we went to one another's weddings and, and held each other's babies when they were born and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we've done a lot of life together. So it was very, very easy. It's just, you know, and people ask, well, you know, well, if it was, if it was that great, why did you leave? And, and I sort of say, well, I, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like families, you know, you, 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 get raised in a family and in a situation and then you, you go off and you, you know, you do your thing, you get married and have family of your own and whatnot. And that's kind of how I feel about news Boys. We kind of all grew up together and, then for me, it was time to go off and, and, uh, do my own thing. And, uh, Yeah, but it's just been, it's been a gift, honestly. It's been a real godsend for us to all be back together doing, you know, we spend a lot of our time just laughing, laughing at one another.
0: (laughs) I found myself thinking about One Hit Wonders before we spoke, because the vast majority of people with a dream for professional music, with great talent as well, if they get a chance at success, it is really, figuratively, 15 minutes of fame. Maybe they'll have one hit, but... They never replicate it. That's the vast majority of bands and recording artists. And yet, here on the other hand, are you guys 36 years of hit after hit after hit. How on earth have you done it?
1: Yeah, I, you know, gosh, I don't know. It's just um, divine intervention, I would say. You know, it's not, I don't think it's anything anyone sat down and planned, you know, um, at all. Uh, and I you know I really feel for <clears throat> new musicians and new bands especially for, with this last year that's gone down but at the same time you know I think new music and new art will will, will come up out of the ground and will find its way forward and it's you know I, I get excited about that I get excited about art you know about making good art good music uh, that connects with people's hearts because there's something about it you know it's just it moves us from one place to another and I, I'm I'm not I'm not sick of it yet. <laughs> I'm not ready to move on and I don't know what become a landscape gardener or something. I just still enjoy picking up a guitar and, you know, throwing some chords together, um, you know, seeing yeah, adding some lyric to it, working on the melody and, and constructing something out of nothing. There's something quite beautiful about that. And um so, you know, I don't know. I think we're all gonna keep doing it until until there's no one, no one wants to listen. And even then we'll probably keep doing that.
0: <laughs> Was that a revelation, by the way? Is, is Act 2, whenever Act 2 comes, is it landscape gardening for you, Phil?
1: <laughs> it might be landscape gardening, you know, or, or, or organic farming. Maybe that'll be it. You know, maybe I'll, I'll be out there growing carrots. I, I don't know. I'm just making it up as I go along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, another of the really unique aspects of your life is that you have spent so much time really pouring into others. I mean, recording and touring, you know, night after night in front of crowd after crowd, speaking into other people's life, praying for other people, just such an amazing ministry. But I'm guessing when you spend so much of your time pouring out of yourself into other people, you probably have to be really intentional about making sure that you are filled as well and really taking time to uh, be encouraged to be in the Word, uh, to be built up by others. How did you do that over the years? Were there things that you really just said, "I need to do this. This needs to be a part of my schedule"?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm doing math on it now. Nineteen years ago, my wife and I decided that every morning we needed to get up, wind that alarm clock back a little earlier, get up, and spend some time with the Lord. Open up our hearts, open up our Bibles, and just just be still, you know. And um, we've done that. We've we've stayed true to that practice um, as best we can, you know, while traveling and doing different things. But as best we can for the past you know 19 years, and I think it's been it's been super stabilizing. And um, every morning, just just endeavouring to connect with the Lord. Um, you know, some days are better than others. Some days there's great revelation. Other days it's just you know <laughs> feels like crickets. But it's also just it's, but there's also something about just being still before the day gets crazy and um, allowing God to sort of settle your heart. So we've done that for 19 years. And then also, I like, just you know, there was a period uh, where we were touring a lot. And I realized, no, I don't need to be doing that, you know. And that was one of the reasons for stepping away from the newsboys, as we were touring so much, and it was, um, and I had a young family, and I felt, no, I need to be, I need to be connected with my family, and I'm not going to do that without time, you know. And um, how we spend our time is, is pretty important, you know. It's it's, it's, it's time is our life. So I, if um, uh, I've definitely, you know, made family the the thing. Um, and now my kids are a little bit older and they can travel so much easier with, with me and, um, my daughter, she's, she's a film student, so she films our travels and our endeavors a little bit. She loves doing that. And my son is a fantastic drummer. She's a fantastic musician all around. And he's, um, he's going to be playing with me here at this festival in New Zealand here in a few days. And, uh, yeah, so it's become, it's become a family affair. It really has.
0: That is so very special. What a beautiful time. Mr. Phil Joel has been with us today. The tremendous recording artist, songwriter, and worship leader, the newsboy, Zealand Worship. He's got a brand new solo album just available this weekend. It's called Better Than I Found It. And my good man, there's just so much, so many incredible things that you're a part of. But if we want to have a one-stop shop, to find the new music and to keep up with you, your travels all across the world. Where should we start the journey, my friend?
1: Oh, you're kind. Uh, Philjoel dot It's that simple. I don't do social media, so you won't find me out there on the social media world. I just that's not my place. Um, but Philjoel dot com, and you can you can listen and you can watch and you can even if you if you still like plastic like I do, you can get a CD or you can get a actual vinyl record there too. So go to
0: town well sir it's just been an absolute blast having you back on the road today thank you so much for your time thank you so much for what you do and just God bless you man it is just been such a blessing to so many people including us so thank you so much for what you do and keep up the great work
1: oh thanks Ryan I really appreciate it man and thanks for just thanks for listening over the years and sort of paying attention it really means a lot
0: Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com. Thanks so much for listening to On The Road. Programming like this happens because of your incredible support. You can learn more about partnering financially at MyFaithRadio.com. And we'd be so glad to connect with you during the week on social media. Just search for On The Road with Ryan Thomas on Facebook. And our Twitter handle is at OnTheRoadRyan. Until next time, God bless you, my friend.